0: What's up, guys? And thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Mindset Podcast. On this episode, Anthony and I really go in depth about mentorship, and we really give some practical advice and tips on how to find a good mentor and what a good mentor looks like. Remember, we will also be announcing the two winners of our T-shirt giveaway at the end of this episode. So make sure you stay tuned to the end. Thanks. what's up guys and welcome to another episode of the mindset podcast this is episode 20 can't believe it's been 20 episodes already man but this one is going to be a really good one i feel like me and anthony we've been talking about this for a long time you know this is something that we both can attest on we're going to both speak on on our personal experiences and hopefully we can give some value to you guys and this is all about mentorship do you think it is necessary to have a mentor what what should you look for in a mentor so without further ado, I'm going to ask Anthony, Anthony, do you think it is necessary to your success in finding a mentor?
1: You know, that's a great question. And I don't think it's necessary. What I, the way I see having a mentor is it speeds up the process. Yeah. That's what it is. It's a tool that you can use that I highly recommend that you do because who wouldn't want to speed up the process? Mm-hmm. But it's, let's say you don't have a mentor and you're completely in the dark for the, your entire life, but you're working hard, you're trying, you're hungry, you're driven you'll do it. You'll get there. Might it take you a little longer? Sure. Because like I always say, what we have as young people, as millennials, whatever you want to call it, we have, um, we have a lot of time, but what we don't have is experience. So what does a mentor bring to our life experience and what does experience do is speeds up the process because we wouldn't do the things that our mentor, um, did when they were growing up. Cause they told us, okay, watch out for that. You know, make sure you do that phone call, you know, whatever the case may be. So it speeds up the process. That's the way I see it.
0: Absolutely. What I guess this, I think this question in particular is, is different for everyone and yeah. it also depends on what industry we're, we're not only talking about business. I mean, you could be a chef and, you know, aspiring to be opening up your own restaurant or whatever the case is, you might want to find guidance from, you know, a professional chef or whatever the case is. Um, but what do you, Anthony in particular, I know you just got elected president of Miami yeah. Kendall campus. I know many people, I know you have many mentors, um, that really speak to you and, and kind of give you advice. What do you look for in a mentor? Like, what, do, you, yeah. do you kind of just go and look for one, or does, do they kind of just come
1: naturally? Or that, that's that's a million dollar question right there, Gabe. That I mean, that's the question everybody asks, and a lot of people, believe it or not, messes up. Right, a lot. Of, let me tell you what a lot of people do, and this is wrong. What they do is they go and let's say you know, looking for mentors fine, and I'll, I'll explain now how to do that. But let's say a lot of people do, um, you know, they they look up to someone that they admire. And in the first meeting, the first time meeting them or the first couple meetings, they ask the question, can you be my mentor? That's a big, no, no. You cannot. I mean, look at a mentorship as a friendship. Like I wouldn't go up to you. um, I just met you. Hey, do you want to be my friend? Like, (laughs) no, no, a a friendship is, 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 is a a series of meetings and text messages. And it's a relationship. It involves, right? A lot of people, you want to be my mentor? Like, it doesn't work like that. I don't know you, you don't know him. Like, it doesn't work like that. So, that's a big no no. Um, I think the right way to find a mentor is, of course, you got to look in your inner circle teachers, uh, friends, um, fr- family friends. L- look at your inner circle and see who has the same kind of skill sets or attitude that you want to have. Right? They don't necessarily, and this is another big mistake. People look at okay, I want to be a lawyer, so my mentor needs to be a lawyer. Yeah, that's not the case. That's fine if it happens. But don't base it off on that. Like, you know, I, my mentor might be a lobbyist, but I want to go in the real estate industry. Like, completely separate things has nothing to do with. But the person that you pick as a mentor, you need, what you need to see in them is yourself in their shoes. Like, man, I, I want to be like this guy when I'm his age. Mm-hmm. That's what you need to look for when you look for mentorship. And what skills they have, the attitude that they have, that you want to have, that's the, that's the kind of person that you need to look for.
0: Absolutely, man. And I mean, you said it best, that question, will you be my mentor? That's probably one of the worst things you can do. I mean, I know there's a couple other questions that you can really ask that yeah. into that. For me personally, I think mentors kind of come naturally. A lot of people our age or maybe even younger, they're looking for a mentor, but they feel like they're gonna have all the answers. You right. know, that's, that's not the case. They, I feel like they even expect their mentors to do the work for them. You know, mm-hmm. they expect their mentors to give you like, a step-by-step roadmap on how to, you know, how to make a million bucks. Like that's not, that's not how, how mentorship works. You know, I feel for me personally, when I started, you know, my business and stuff and different things as I got older, I didn't really tell myself, Hey, I need to find a mentor. I feel like my mentors kind of came throughout the process. And I feel like the best advice I could give is kind of just, just start, basically just start taking action, start your business, start that blog, you know, start cooking if you want to be a chef and then your mentor will come, you know, your mentor. And a lot of people also believe that, you know, all the successful people that I've, I've met in my life, I mean, all the, you know, the, the Steve Marons of the world, the Coach Juan's of the world, all the, my mentors, the people that I consider mentors, they really, they're really giving people, they're really generous people. And all you really have to do is ask, you know, that question, like you said, will you be my mentor? That's probably not the best question to ask. Cause again, it's, a, it's a relationship, you know, you just, you just talk, you know, and one of the things that I've learned also, the best way to learn is to listen. You know, I could literally be in a room with, with a leader, with someone that just has so much more experience than me. I don't even have to ask them anything. And just by listening to what they're talking about, listening to their conversations with people, I can learn so much. I'm actually reading this book. I think I mentioned to you, Anthony, it's called the success commandments. And, um, the author, Devin Franklin, he's, he's, he's a mentor of mine, a distant mentor, obviously. Um, and he's a, a big leader in, in the faithful uh, community. He's a speaker. He actually has his own production company in Hollywood. Um, and as a Christian, he actually defied all the odds of going to, to Hollywood. He really wanted to take that initiative. And a lot of people were telling him, look, your faith's going to be tested. You know, it's a secular environment. Don't do it. You're going to be crushed, whatever. As he was getting into the industry, um, he first got an internship with Sony or some big company over there in Hollywood, and his first task was to be a driver of the manager of the production company, and he said that's probably one of the best jobs that he could have had because what do you do when you're like a successful person's driver? He's on the phone 24-7, and he's listening to all his conversations. You know, and he said, all I had to do was take him from point A to point B. And I was listening to his conversations through the, throughout the whole, the whole ride. And I learned so much. I learned how he talked to people. I learned how he negotiated with people, how he did contracts, how he did different things. And that's really what pioneered my knowledge and my, my, his expertise into what he is today. You know, and I feel like a lot of people, they, they're, they're so eager to get their questions out. But at the same time people need to know the power of just listening, you know, just be quiet. I mean, I know Steve Marin has told us before, like when you're in the room with the man, like just shut up and serve the man, like just, just hear what the man has to say, you know? Um But I think on my, on my end, I feel like that's, that's one of the biggest things that I've learned so far, because I've never really had a personal mentor. I know I have people that really speak into my, into my life and give me advice and stuff, but I've never kind of been like, Oh yeah, he's my mentor. It's more of like, he's my, my friend. He's a father figure of mine. He really gives me advice whenever I need it.
1: Right. The first step is friendship. Then, you know, and of course, like we said, you don't want to ask, can you be my mentor in the beginning stages? Eventually you can, eventually you, it, it's okay. You know, you can ask him, do you want to be my mentor? You know, a couple of years even, or months into the relationship, that's when it's appropriate, but not upfront. Also uh, a little disclaimer upfront is a mentorship is not an internship. It's not a little summer fling that you're going to have. It's not a little, it, it, that's called an internship. A mentorship is years of of communication back and forth. And I would also like to add that a mentorship between two people is really 60-40 as far as who's putting in more. And let me explain to you why I think it's 60-40 and not 50-50. The mentee, right, the person that's being mentored has to do most of the he- uh, heavy lifting, right? Because they're the ones that got to. Number one, like you said, be willing to learn. Like you gotta be open-minded. You gotta be open to criticism. You know, the mentor's job is to tell you what you're doing wrong or what you can do better. So you gotta be willing to learn, willing to be criticized. And very important, very important. Number three, is that you have to follow up. Mm -hmm. It's not the mentor's job to call you every Saturday and say, Hey, Anthony, how's it going? It's not the mentor's job to text you every day, Hey, Anthony, how did that contract? It's not the mentor's job. It's the mentee's job. It's your job. That's why I think. As a mentee, if you're being mentored, it's your job. You get 60%, you know, of the job to do. 40% is them giving you advice, telling you what you're doing wrong, meeting with you, right? So as a mentee, it's my job. Hey, Steve, man, do you want to go have coffee uh, this weekend? Hey, Steve, I have a quick question. It's my job to do that, not their job. And a lot of people rely too much on the mentor. That's why I think it's 60-40, right? We do most of the heavy lifting. Yeah, absolutely.
0: And that's, that's
1: a big mistake people ignore.
0: Yeah, it goes back to, again, I've had people ask me, um, hey, man, how do I find a mentor? Like, who's your mentor? But in the back of my mind, I already know what their, you know, what their intentions are. They're looking for someone to kind of make it easier on them. And like you said, you're the one who really needs to work hard for it. The mentor has been there. He's done that already. You know, he's the one to guide you
1: yeah, yeah and, and a mentor is not a it's not a life coach they're not going to hold you by the hand throughout your whole life a mentor is just there for certain situations kind of like a you know to guide you kind of shape you But they're not there every step of the way you know that's like to your point gave that you were saying that men people think that mentors are like you can rely all on them like okay here are all my problems fix it no this is not you know what, what is this you know what i'm saying like they have the wrong idea and also that i forgot to mention in the beginning When you're looking for a mentor, you have to look also, obviously, for those characteristics that you admire. And also, you have to look for someone who's willing to help you. Because, I mean, yeah, people can say, sure, I'll be your mentor, but they don't want to help you. So it's never going to be natural, right? So like you said, it flows. It's going to come. Like, let it out. You know, you got to look for someone, obviously. Don't just sit at home, you know, praying for a mentor to fall on your lap. You got to go get it. But you got to be strategic in the way you go get it. Exactly. Is our point. And you got to look for someone who's willing to help you. Like deep down, you can tell that they want to help you. That's the person for you. Yeah.
0: Get on the journey first and then the mentor will come. I think the important point is um, to learn from their mistakes. You know, Mm -hmm. I feel like the, the, the number one question I feel like a mentee can ask a mentor is if you had to start all over again today, how would you do it? You know, because a lot of people ask, oh, how did you get started? Or how did you start that business? But in reality, they started that business 20 years ago, 25 years ago. Times have changed, you know, so they've learned from those experiences. They, they know what they should and shouldn't have done when they started that business. So I think instead of asking, well, hey, mentor, how did you get started? Instead, ask them, how would you get started today? And it's also another thing that I was, um, I was reading up on this the other day, and it, it was something that never go to a mentor with a sense of entitlement. You know, never feel like your mentor owes you something, you know, again, you're the one seeking advice. You're the one that really needs their advice, their guidance, never go to them. And then just be like, all right, here's all my problems. Fix it for me. I don't know what to do. Like, you know, this is what you like. That's not how mentorship works. You know, a lot of people nowadays, and we were even talking about this the other night, Anthony, a lot of people, they have too much ego. They have too much pride to even ask for help. You know, they feel like they're entitled. They feel like they're 18, 19, 20 year old and they, they rule the world. They know exactly what to do. And that's not the case. I have no idea. You know, I, I I have so much more to learn. We have so much more to learn in the industry that we're in right now. Um, And we're open to that. I know me and you, I can speak for both of us. We're, we're very open-minded and we're open to whoever has, whoever needs to, to speak, you know, life into our situation or give us advice and whatever we're talking about. But there are a lot of people unfortunately out there that they don't they don't feel that way. They feel like they want to get it all done all on their own and they're the only ones that can fix it themselves.
1: Yeah, and and it, 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 a mentorship works both ways, right? You of course, they're giving you a lot of value, mostly them, but you also have to be pleasant. You have to be coachable. You got to be lear- willing to learn, willing to listen more than you talk. Going back to the first point you said, Shut up a little bit. Just listen to what they're saying. Let it soak in. Now, this is where it can get tricky, and it goes up to you know your your point of view. Is let's say, for example, a mentor tells you do X, Y, and Z, and you don't agree. You think that's bad. There's something wrong there. Either the men. there's two options. Either the mentor is giving you advice that's wrong, like it's a mentor's fault. Like it's just you know, let's say I'm a, I'm trying to become a realtor, and that guy. My mentor says, okay, go get a mortgage license. Like two separate things. Okay, the guy's off. Or my mentor's giving me advice X, Y, and Z, and I don't like it. I don't wanna take it. Either way, whoever's right doesn't matter. But as a mentee, you gotta recognize that there's something wrong. So maybe it's not a good fit and you gotta go. But uh, it's supposed to, you know, and and that comes with criticism. You're gonna get criticized, like I said in the beginning, and that's okay. Like I'm, you know, try to differentiate between criticism and getting the wrong advice or advice that you may not like. Yeah. Maybe it's you, maybe it's you that you're too soft or you get offended easily. Okay. That's a you problem. Or maybe it's a mentor giving you wrong advice. Maybe you got the wrong mentor and you got to readjust. Yeah. So a lot of this, I mean, everything in life has to go back to being self-aware, especially when you're looking for a mentor or you already have a mentor, you got to look for what you want. And does your mentor reflect that?
0: Yeah, absolutely. And another, another key point is to also when looking for a mentor, is provide value to them you know i feel like we always talk about giving value providing value up front that's basically that's that's the formula to to finding a mentor you know like like to go back to your first point you can never ask someone will you be my mentor because that's not telling them anything that's not giving that's not showing them your passion that's not showing them your work ethic that you're willing to work and put in the hours that's not showing them you know the, the 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 vision that you have for your life for your future, as a mentor, they, they want to see what you're willing to give, you know. And trust me, these successful people that you're going to go to for men, for mentorship, they don't want money. They don't want you know anything in particular. They want to help you. I'm telling you, these people are actually willing to give you information, advice, and experiences because this is what they live for, you know. This is what they like to do. But at the same time, they're not they're not going to be willing to give you information, give you that advice if they can tell that you're not willing to put in the work. So I feel like when I mean value, I mean you need to show them upfront. This is what I want, this is what I'm about. I'm willing to put in the long hours in order to get there. Share with me what you know.
1: And look, people, Gabe, the biggest misconception, I think um, that kind of society feeds you, I guess, is people think that other people don't want to help you. Like people are afraid to ask for help. Everybody's like, no, no, you know, I don't want to ask for help. Is that true? Sure. I mean, I'm sure there's people that are selfish and they want to, all their secrets, they want to keep it to themselves. I'm sure there's a ton of those people. But for the most part, if you're looking in the right places, your inner circle, your family, professors, teachers, coaches that you've been coached by before, if you're looking in your inner circle for mentorship or not even mentorship, for help, you have a question, ask, like, don't be afraid to ask. Like, you know, you got to talk. If you don't talk, nobody's going to know what you need, what you want, what you're about. That's why social media is so so vital because it's it's you constantly letting the world know who you are what you're about what you're doing exactly. right communication uh phone call text messages you gotta ask you gotta talk if you don't talk nobody's gonna know right so it's it's the idea that people want to help you don't be afraid to reach out and what's the worst that can happen they say no i don't want to help you okay no you, you move on to the next person yeah get used to rejection because you're gonna have it a lot so just ask is the only thing i'm, I'm telling our viewers to do it's hard to do that because again, to your point, you gotta lose the ego. You gotta lose the oh, I know all this. I'm all that and a bag of chips. You gotta lose that that mindset and be willing to ask. Be humble enough to ask for help because it's out there. So don't think that you're on your own because nobody's ever on their own.
0: Absolutely. And another thing is, I feel like a lot of people, when they look for a mentor, they're also looking for like a fund or something. Like I I was listening to this podcast and someone said that um, you know this is a for successful leader in the community. And he was like, look, someone approached me to be their mentor. But the first thing they asked me was for money. The first thing they asked me was to fund their new startup business. And that's not what a mentor is. Like if you're looking for, for a fund or for some type of startup, you know, capital, go to, you know, investors, go to capital ventures, whatever, like that's a mentorship is not going to, they're not supposed to give you money. That's, if you're looking for a mentor to fund your next project, I'm telling you right now, you should just, you should just stop right now because it's not, that's not what supposed to go. Like that's not the process in which a mentor is supposed to give you a mentor again, just to kind of relapse on everything that we've been saying, a mentor is supposed to, you know, shorten that learning curve and you're supposed to learn from their mistakes. I'm sure that mentor, when he was your age at 18, 19 years old, I'm sure he wanted someone to fund his startup company too but if there was since there was no one there he had to learn the ins and outs and how to do it himself you know again mentors are not here to spoon feed you you know they're not going to hold your hand through through every every little situation yes you can call them up and and kind of ask them hey what, what what should i do in this situation what would you do personally i i've never even before even getting into business i've never had a mentor that kind of just fell in my lap and he's like, here, just, here's a bunch of cash, you know, go, go have fun with it. You know, that's not, that's not what a mentor is supposed to be. And if that, if forever, whoever's listening right now, if that's what you're looking in in for in a mentor, then you should stop looking because no mentor or no real mentor, who's really going to be willing to give you the information is going to be willing to do that. Hey, maybe he wants to give you some type of gift or something. Sure. I'm all for that. But you know, it's, it's really a fact of, I think when you ask, when money gets involved, your your friendship, your relationship that we're talking about is really affected. It's not the same, you know, it's not the same uh, sincere relationship that you guys have going on because now there's money involved. You know, unfortunately money changes everything. Um, and I feel like your relationship with your mentor shouldn't be, you know, checks and balances. It's not how it's supposed to be. Like they're really there as a support system to you know for you to ask questions for you to go for go to for advice they're not supposed to be there as a bank for you to take out a loan whenever you need one you know and i think that's another really big mistake a lot of people do when looking for a mentor and that's one of the reasons why they never find one
1: i agree i agree 100% so finally find someone you want to be like that has the same kind of characteristics you're looking for and number 2 very important make it a relationship Okay. Before you ask, can you be my mentor? And if you ever do, it should be a couple weeks, even months later, it's a process. Okay. The, you know, don't want, you don't want to scare them in the first initial uh, meetings that you all have and very important follow up, follow yeah. up. It's not their job to uh, schedule lunch with you. It's your job. 60, 40. Remember that mm-hmm. 60% is your job. 40% is their job. Okay. So with that being said, we want to thank everybody who entered into our giveaway for the two, uh, t-shirts that we are not selling yet, but we wanted to kind of hype it up a little bit. Um, we've had a great turnout with all the people who reposted and tagged their friends and, and subscribed to our YouTube channel. We really appreciate all of your support. Without all of you, we wouldn't be able to do this. So the two winners of the that will be getting a shirt each of the Success Can Be Bought t-shirts are at Nicholas23 and at John underscore Michael 0025. Congratulations to both of you. As soon as you hear this message, Make sure to DM us, and we will schedule the, uh, the exchange of, of the shirts. So thank you, guys, and thank you for everybody who participated.
0: Congratulations, guys. Thank you guys for tuning in.
1: Good Mind job. Out. Mindset out. Peace out, guys. Thank you all so much for tuning into this week's episode of the Mindset Podcast. We really hope that you got some valuable and practical information on how to find a mentor that suits you best. Congratulations to the two winners of the two t-shirt giveaway contest. The two winners are Nicholas23 and John underscore Michael0025. Congratulations to both of you. Please DM us to claim your prize today.